I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome. It sometimes happens that the inspiration arises to record a message at a very inopportune time. It's currently 1.30 in the morning here in Cabo Verde, but I was reflecting on an amazing podcast episode that I filmed for someone else, a different podcast called Turning Points with Corinne and Sean. And our discussion was so beautiful. I look forward to sharing that in a couple of weeks when they publish it. But it it reminded me of so many key lessons. We talked about a variety of different types of teachings and some things arose in the course of our conversation that really inspired me to think about the recognition of the true self using different analogies. And so what I wanted to share just now was something that Sean sparked. He he mentioned in the course of our conversation something regarding the brain and the part of the brain that processes something. And my response was that we have a tendency to personify brain. We see the brain as this yeah, is this like active force that is controlling the body. And in some ways, that is true. You know, it it establishes the body-mind connection. But my point was really that the brain is fueled by consciousness itself. It's consciousness that's in the driver's seat. And using that driver's seat analogy, what I what just came to me. 1.30 in the morning, was an analogy with a car. So if you think of a car, you have the engine and the fuel pump just on a very basic level. And if you imagine that the engine is the brain of the car and the fuel pump is the heart, you can imagine that that fuel pump is is moving the fuel to where it needs to go and actually, in essence, powering the engine. But the car is sitting inert until you get in the driver's seat and turn the ignition. And you, as the driver, are also steering and using all of the the features and the function of the vehicle to get where you need to go. You're having the experience of, of moving because of the vehicle, you know, that the wheels and the, and the car provide you a mode of, of movement, but you are, you are the controller of that, of that vehicle. And so comparing that to consciousness, your truest self is that awareness, that noticing that is taking the form of the body for experience. So the experience, similar to the car, the car is moving you somewhere. The body is allowing the infinite to have a 
finite experience. And experience happens because of duality. So you can only know good if you have bad. And so this limited vehicle of the person is a mode of, for lack of a better word, kind of reducing or limiting that infinite consciousness to this to this limitation that allows that opportunity to experience. So in the same way, as we talked about with the car, if you imagine that your brain and your heart and even your whole body form is just inert, like that car is, it's, it's not moving, it's not functioning, it's just there. But the, the spark, the prana, the life force, the consciousness that manifests in the body is like that driver turning on the ignition. It completely powers everything. And so I believe this is also why when the form transitions, passes away, there's still oftentimes a consciousness that's present. And you hear about this in you know, near-death experiences where people see everything that's happening in the hospital room or the ambulance, even though they're technically, you know, by physical measurements, no longer living. But that's because the consciousness lives on. And if that body form does, you know, come back to life, so to speak, if it, you know, it's kind of like if the consciousness chooses to reanimate the body, then oftentimes that memory remains. And that memory is actually just from that conscious experience that the mind has somehow been able to keep. And this is why I feel that we we give our, you know, our body and our mind far too much credit. <laughs> the body and the mind are not really the drivers of the vehicle. They're the vehicle itself. And if you recognize that that vehicle has you know, limitations, like the the car needs maintenance, the car needs oil changes, it sometimes doesn't start, doesn't act right. (laughs) If you think about that in the body form, sometimes you have, you know, aches and pains in the body, or, you know, anguish in the mind, pain and suffering that's manifesting in the form. That was another thing that was mentioned in that wonderful podcast that just kind of came to me, that the pain is experienced in the body, suffering is in the mind. And the mind is also processing any perceived pain and converting it to suffering. And by continuing to call to mind those different memories or situations, that prolongs that feeling of pain in the in the form of suffering. So if we recognize that this body and this mind are simply a vehicle. They're simply a car that, you know, has its its wonderful moments and, and not so wonderful moments. The same is true for the human experience, the personhood, this identification that we have with the body and the mind. But what we truly are is that which witnesses everything that's happening within the body and mind. And so if we if we recognize our true identity as that observer consciousness, as awareness, as that which is noticing everything that's happening with the vehicle of the body-mind, 
we immediately have liberation. We have liberation because we're we're operating from our truest self and not the the limitations that are the person. You know, we're we're kind of taking our place as the higher, as the infinite. So I just was inspired to share this brief message to provide that comparison because I felt it was apt and hopefully could provide some some inspiration to recognize that that subtle difference and the beauty of you know recognizing your true nature is that you 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 sort of understand that the mind can never comprehend it and if you've followed the sessions or attended an instantly zen event or had a session with me then you've you've likely had that experience of perhaps seeing yourself as space and that which is seeing that space that awareness is more subtle than space how can you possibly comprehend that with the mind you just cannot <laughs> because it is the infinite and so you're you're trying to use or we're trying to use this finite mind to comprehend the infinite and it doesn't work and that is why the masters really advise us to instead experience it and just be that experience be that noticing don't try to comprehend it just shift your identity and your attention to that of the awareness and be that know that you are that space and also what perceives the space this is this is the fundamental truth and it is it is really liber, liberating because you recognize that anything that is experienced by the body mind is, is just like that you know the the vehicle it's not you you are that which is driving the experience so anything that happens to the body anything that happens to the mind is really something that is separate from your truest self but also a part of it because you are you know you're the animating presence in this form you're you're the infinite choosing to have this finite experience almost just as a way to yeah to have something to do <laughs> and to to kind of live the dream and so that's why our opportunity is to really create dreams and and then live them this this vehicle is meant to be enjoyed and this experience is meant to be enjoyed anything that's not enjoyment is our opportunity to recognize that we need to perhaps let go and allow everything to just flow naturally because when we leave it to yeah to ourselves, to our true selves, to the highest power, to our God self, our Buddha nature. Everything works out somehow. You can't understand it, but it somehow works out. And this is the magic of surrender and acceptance and just being that which is really creating this entire experience. So... With that said, <laughs> I will leave you to marinate on these reflections and invite you to 
uh, message me if you have any any thoughts or, or questions. I'll include my email and social media links in the episode notes notes as always. And I thank you so much for being here and hope that this late night recording is coherent when I listen to it in the morning. <laughs> so much love and namaste.